If you want to be competitive, avoid these seven common hiring mistakes like the plague. Welcome to Hire Breakthrough, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs like you take the breakdown out of their hiring breakthrough. If you're a founder who is ready to take back control and build your A-team without the overwhelm, you are in the right place. Your host, Kimon Napier, is a hiring strategist, speaker, consultant, and CEO of Hire Breakthrough. We're on a mission to help founders like you connect with the right talent to scale higher. Your time is way too valuable to stay stuck, and we want to show you how to stop chasing unicorns, take an intentional approach to your talent strategy, so you can make your next right hire. Let's get started. Welcome to Hire Breakthrough. My name is Kamo Napier, aka The Hiring Strategist, and today I will be talking about the seven common hiring mistakes to avoid if you want to hire the right talent in your business. Okay, so let's just dive in. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, well, come on, what are these seven mistakes? They are probably more common than you think, but I see so many people doing it. So I said to myself, I have to record an episode so I can help my people stop doing these mistakes and start attracting the right talent. So why do some entrepreneurs and business owners really think hiring is this like easy thing to do that you just like, oh, just put out a job description and you'll get the results wrong. (laughs) I see so many people copying and pasting job descriptions. They do it to my own, like stuff that I make for clients. People will just copy and paste them and they really think that's going to help them find the right talent. Now it's a skill. Not everybody has that skill, but people are just doing this because they really need to hire someone. This is super wrong to do. And let me just start by saying it is not going to have the result that you want in your business because every business is different. Every job description is intricate and it means something different. So enough about that. Let's just dive in a little bit further. When it comes to hiring, it's all about who you hire when you when it comes to creating a successful business. Think about your business as a piece of a puzzle. It's a puzzle. Every operation, every function, every deliverable has an individual behind it. This is how I want you to start thinking about your company. The person in charge of those responsibilities will determine its success. So, for example, if you have somebody doing all these things in your business, they're responsible for each thing that you are delegating them to do. And if they're just all over the place, it's a recipe for disaster. But when somebody knows what's their lane, right, they know this is their unique thing. This is the stuff they should be focusing on. Not only will they start to do those things, but they will start to innovate there. It gives them breathing room to start to think about the stuff that they can actually get accomplished in that role. So instead of having somebody who's generalist, right, where they're doing operations, marketing, sales, the whole nine yards, if you have somebody specific to one area of your business now, it depends on the size of your business. But if you have someone specific in one lane, like for somebody who's doing all your admin, they can start to innovate how this can be better. And as of course, if they move up in your company, which is what you should be aspiring to, because that's how you keep good talent, 
as they move up, guess what? They can create the processes around the job that you want to hire for. So if you have somebody who is an administrative assistant and they're going to be moving up, maybe they'll be your ops person now. When you're hiring somebody who's another assistant, guess what? They have all the information. They can create processes for this person and innovate that way. This is how you hire for long-term growth. This is why I keep telling you short-term is not the way to win. You want to think about the long-term, the longevity of your company. So the most valuable assets for your company are the people who work with you. But when it comes to hiring, you know, many businesses make these seven mistakes that I'm going to talk about because they may hire exclusively for the position rather than the business as a whole. Or another issue is that they may hire ahead of the time for a specific role, but they haven't been defined. These are some of the things that I see going wrong in this space, and I really want to make an effort to help you to change those things. Because you can often make a hasty decision and you end up like in the most horrible situation ever, right? I was reading online about someone who recently had a launch and they had they had hired these people at the last minute and they weren't doing any of the work. So guess what? This business owner was up at three o'clock a.m. to try to do the deliverables and the assets for a launch so she can get some return on her investment. This is what you don't need to do. But when you use some of the things that I often talk about, hiring with intention and all that kind of stuff, you don't have to be in this situation. Businesses of all sizes, they need to adopt a successful plan for hiring. And they need to make sure that they have people behind the plan that actually make sure it's happening. If it's not you, if it's you, great. But if it's not you, you have to make sure there's a person behind that process because this is your company's name. And of course, even if you interview somebody and you don't hire them, people talk about your company. So you want to make sure you're giving the best impression possible because you don't know who someone knows. The people you hire are also a representation of your business. So stay tuned because at this point, I'm going to be diving into the seven common hiring mistakes. If you haven't checked out the Hire Breakthrough Calculator yet, what are you waiting for? The Hire Breakthrough Calculator is a simplified tool allowing you to calculate the budget for your next hire minus the hassle. If you find yourself saying, I can't afford to hire or need to create your hiring budget, this is the tool for you. Go to HireBreakthrough.com calculator and check it out right now. Number one, being too narrow in your search. I can't talk about how this is like the worst thing that I can see people doing, but it's like a lot of us as business owners are looking for someone who is exactly like us or the rest of the team. But instead of doing that, aim to bring in somebody who can push you outside of your comfort zone or is bringing out a different perspective or viewpoint that will help your business to move forward. And when I'm talking about search, it's the places that you're looking for candidates too. Like, you know, often people are just like, okay, Indeed or LinkedIn. Those are very specific places to look. There are millions of places to look for talent. So start to get more specific about where you want to find the people for your roles. That's the first thing. The second thing is like, I see people hiring just because they can with no purpose, no reason to actually make desire. Now, it's a good problem to have when you're hiring just because you can, but like that is not 
actually specific. And when I see people doing that, usually they're trying to avoid something. <laughs> they're trying to avoid a bigger issue underneath all of the stuff. So for example, what this might look like is that you're dumping all of this money into like a Facebook ad strategist and it's not giving you any return. Why? Why are you hiring for that role? Instead, what you should be thinking about, well, how can I utilize this person and be, and how can they help me to bring in more revenue, be, be create more impact in the whole nine yards? So you don't want to necessarily hire just because you can. There's There needs to be a purpose behind the reason that you're hiring somebody. And if you don't know that purpose, then you need to sit down and think about that before you go out there trying to hire someone. So that's the second thing. The third thing is that you're not clearly defining the roles and the responsibilities for which you're hiring. I know so many people listening to this episode are in this situation right now. If you ever look online and you see these general posts where somebody's like, help, I need somebody to come and help me. This is broken. Like, of course, there are times where you need these short term, you know, roles. Like, for example, if maybe like one of your website pages is not loading properly. Yeah, that's a short term fix. This is not the approach you need to have for all of the roles and responsibilities in your business. You want to paint a picture to the candidate that they know how they can help you. They know what you need and what they can bring to the table to actually be purposeful in your company. So when you don't actually define the roles and the responsibilities for a candidate, it's going to cause confusion. And often I hear so many entrepreneurs and business owners say, well, you know, I wanted this person to really innovate in this role. And I feel like they're just doing everything that I say. Have you actually empowered that person to actually innovate in that role? Have you actually told them to do that? If you have no defined roles or responsibilities, they can't see the big picture. They can't actually understand what is their lane in your company. And this is why you need to get really specific. So clearly define the roles and responsibilities that you're hiring for. Number four, you're not attracting the right candidate. If you were just putting like the most generic job description out there, like earlier when I talked about you're just copying and pasting what you see somebody else doing, you're not going to attract the right person for the role. A job description, think of it as a marketing tool for your actual role. So if it's not speaking to the type of person that you need in your business and in your company, it's not going to actually attract the right candidate. And you want to make sure that it's pulling in the person that you need it, need it to pull in. That is the purpose of doing something like that. And of course, I say this all the time, but if you're not purposeful with what you're putting out there, if a candidate can't actually understand your mission and the things that you're trying to do and the impact you're trying to create in your business, you're going to attract the wrong candidate. You won't attract people who are actually mission-driven and focused on company like yours, but you attract folks out there who would just simply need a job and they have no attachment to your company in the first place. If you're fine with attracting people like that, that's, that's great. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you are saying to yourself, like, I'm trying to create a company, not a side hustle, I want to actually be intentional and I want to make a purposeful change in my industry and in my lane, you want to attract the right candidate. Number five, you're forgetting to highlight the culture. I think this is like a common mistake I see with everyone because when folks hear the word culture, they can think of these really large and intricate type of companies. But you as a small business owner or a startup, you can highlight your own culture. What is it that you want to do different? 
if you haven't even thought about this, like think about the days that you used to work a nine to five or used to work for a company and what you hated about that company culture. Like you want to reset all of that and you want to make sure you're highlighting your own culture. What is it that you stand for? What is it that you're moved to do? These are the, the small intricate details that are going to shape your company culture. So you want to highlight that because you want a candidate to actually see how they can enhance that. Remember, I always say you don't want to hire for cultural fit. You want to enhance your culture. And this is how you do that. If you're not highlighting your culture or what you want your culture to be, let's say this is your very first um, hire, the very first role that you're trying to bring on into your business. Talk about what it is that you stand for, what it is that you want this person to know about the culture you're trying to create. Because as the first person that's coming into the business, they want to know what they're getting into. So highlighting your culture is going to be really key here. Number six, hiring based off of your own biases. This is, if out of anything that I've shared this far, this is like the biggest one. And I think often business owners, founders, and entrepreneurs don't necessarily realize that they're doing this, but often they're hiring based off of bias. Let me give you a great example of this. So tell me if this is you. You go on an interview with a candidate and you're learning about the candidate. They're talking about their education and experience. And you ask them maybe a question like, what is it that you like to do? And they're like, oh my gosh, I really love to go see shows on Broadway. And then you're immediately like, I love to see shows on Broadway too. It's like, after that point, you don't see anybody else. What has happened is that that candidate has hooked you. And this is not necessarily a bad thing because entrepreneurs and business owners and these big companies do the exact same thing, but it's a bias because what it means is that it doesn't mean anything. Yes, you might share a lot of things in common with this candidate, but it doesn't mean they can actually help you in your business. What it means is that they're relatable and they know how to build rapport and relationship with people, but it doesn't mean that they're going to actually be able to deliver. So if you find yourself doing that, you need to change, <laughs> change the way you're asking questions and you need to start asking the right questions to see if they can actually help you to see if maybe some of their past experiences or their knowledge can actually um, help deliver what it is that you want them to do. So you want not to hire based off of your own bias, but you want to hire the right person for the role. And number seven, you're failing to engage with candidates. Major mistake. So we're in a time frame where candidates, they just don't have the time to work with people who they feel like don't actually care. And they will feel that if you're not engaging with them. When I say engaging with candidates, it is simply even in the process. So like if you know for a fact this person was maybe someone you were interested in and you're ghosting them and you're not following up with them, that is not a great thing to do and you're not engaging with them. It's the same thing too with the interview. If it's just very like stringent, stringent in terms of like the interview, meaning that you're just asking the candidate questions, you don't even give them a chance to ask you questions of their own. That is not a place where people are going to want to work. And it honestly is going to set the wrong impression and vibe from the candidate. So these are really major mistakes. They may seem minor, but they really will like make or break you, especially if you are a startup or a small business. It's going to show up a lot. And, you know, making mistakes is simple, but if you put forth a little effort, you can easily avoid a lot of these mistakes that I talked about. 
the fact is that now you've been listening to this episode so you know what these mistakes are so you can avoid these like the plague and what you can do is streamline your actual hiring process think about these mistakes and say to yourself like okay how can I actually avoid this and do it in a better way it's going to help it all run smooth I hope all of this was helpful this is something that I've been wanting to share for a long time but my goal is to really help you actually break through in your business and stop doing a lot of these mistakes so you can hire the right team members so you can have time and you can have freedom and you can be focused on the impact of your business rather than getting too much in the weeds. So if you're ready to build a dream team, if you're ready to actually attract the right people in your business or in your company, feel free to connect with me and my team at www.hirebreakthrough.com. Stay tuned for the next episode. Are you ready to make your next right hire, but are stuck in the weeds? If so, be sure to grab the Scale Hire Roadmap. This is a resource that we developed to give you the steps to attract and hire your A-team. You can get the roadmap for yourself at HireBreakthrough.com roadmap. This podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by CEO Rising Creative and Great Born Studios.